The 5AA player lets you stream 5AA on your phone wherever you are. 5AA mornings with Matthew Pantelis. 29 minutes to 12 o'clock on 5AA. Well, state of our state at the moment. This is what we do on a Monday morning. And today, from the SA Sports Institute, joining me in the studio, Simon Kane, who is uh, Manager of Sports and Programs, and Sophie Edwards, a cycling graduate at the Sports Institute. Good morning to you both. Morning, Matthew. How are you? Yeah, good morning. All right, you? thank you. Let's let's talk about what you do and what you've done. So, Simon, fifteen years' experience managing high-performance elite teams and programs. You've been with the Sports Institute for the past seven years, manager for sports and programs. As I said, you've worked in uh, the Cricket Association, a member of the uh, Australian Institute of Sport Performance Pathways Advisory Group, a stint as sports liaison coordinator for the Australian Olympic Committee at the Youth Olympic Games, and Sophie, a gold medalist, uh, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, winning the 4,000 team pursuit event in Birmingham last year and uh, potential to achieve cycling success picked up through the Talent Search program, which is what we're here to talk about today. Simon, tell us about the Institute's Talent Search program. What's it aimed to do? Yeah, look, it's a program that's been running since the mid-1990s. I guess it really ramped up before the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. And what we aim to do is go out and test students, normally secondary school age uh, students to identify them for certain sports that they might be best suited to and that's through just a range of simple fitness testing that a lot of the students probably already do within their schools yeah. but we we marry that up with their age um, and, and it gives us really good information on what they might be suited to in terms of Olympic sports. Are they surprised sometimes by the findings that they might be perhaps they're a keen footballer or whatever and you find they're really good at basketball, for instance? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, normally it's it's finding students who are already doing uh, other sports and, and love those sports and um, through the Talent Search program they're sort of recommended and we give them real historical data that's really accurate that right. will tell them a really good story that potentially could come up in eight or ten years' time and, and Sophie's an example of one of those students who's come through that talent search program and gone on to do amazing things in sport. All right. Tell us about your experience, Sophie, about the the talent search. I mean, were you always a cyclist to start with? No, I was not a cyclist at all. Um, in fact, I had no idea that cycling was really a sport that you could do. Um, you know, uh, certainly I knew of the Tour de, uh, Tour de France and the mm. Tour Down Under, but I didn't realise there was racing that you could do locally, regularly right. as well. Um, yeah, no, I grew up a hockey player, a water polo player, played a lot of different sports. Um, um, and then did the Sassy Talent Search uh, testing in about year eight of school. Okay. Um, where they told me that I would be a good cyclist. Really? And that came as quite a surprise to me. Yeah, because I obviously didn't realise it was a, I guess, a real sport um, in something that you could do locally. And yeah, then yeah. from there, yeah, kept doing, kept at it and ended up a cyclist. Right. And you must look back and think, wow, what happened? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's been... Seriously, an amazing opportunity, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How does it come to that? Talk us through that, Simon. So there's a hockey player, water polo player, and you say, no, get out of the water, two wheels is for you. How do you, how do you get to that point? Yeah, so I guess the first stage is the talent identification. So we, we do the fitness testing, and then there's a bit of a talent confirmation phase that we go through where we offer an opportunity for any student to come and try the particular sport that they might be identified for. And that's, you know, just turn up, jump on the bike, as would have been the case with Sophie, come and have some fun with some other people also doing stuff for the first time, and just to see if you like it. And, and we find out from, from there whether they're, you know, they've got that passion for the sport, 
Um, and particularly if they come from another sport, they understand what training is yeah. and the commitment it takes to, to achieve what you want to achieve. So, yeah, we go through that talent confirmation phase. That can vary in, in time. It can be a couple of sessions or for some sports it might be a couple of months right. where really good coaches are there to help the athletes, uh, all the equipment's provided, it's a safe environment for the for the athletes. And I guess the, the aim of us from a, from a talent verification point of view is to make sure it's as much fun as possible. Yeah. Do you, do you get students in year eight or whatever, it is and you, you look at them and go nah stick to the academic side of it you- no i wouldn't say that no and we're actually we we go through a different process this t- these days yeah. where any student that we test in school is provided with their own sports match report right um because we think anyone can be suited to any sport um not only just the olympic sports that we deal with so anyone that does a test through the sassy talent search program will get recommended their top five sports out of a hundred yeah um and that's based on historical data as well so we just want to encourage obviously athletes to be high achievers but yeah. we also want to ki- want kids to be active as well and enjoy their sport where they can sophie after being discovered what did your, de- your journey look like to to eventually become an institute athlete yeah that's it so i was tested as i said in year eight at school um i was yeah recommended to try cycling as well as try kayaking um i went to a couple of come and try sessions for both sports didn't really enjoy uh capsizing in west lakes (laughs) i uh, much preferred yeah the time i spent on the velodrome and so then um we were provided with some really high quality coaching. I got to work with Brett Aiken right, right. from day one. He's a Olympic gold yeah. medalist. Um, and then, yeah, we were provided with the equipment we'd need to train in that program, bikes, helmets, shoes, um, and then spent about a year, I think, actually building up the skills on the velodrome, the confidence, learning how to race um, before spending a year in the state development program. And then from there, I hit the qualifying times to make it into the Sassy Cycling Program. So, okay. yeah, it was all up, I think, about a two-year journey from the Sassy um, Talent Search testing through to being a you know, fully-fledged Sassy athlete. And now you've got a gold medal. Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Um, do students need any experience in certain sports? You're saying no from, from earlier. Don't need any? No? No, they don't. No, I guess, the, you know, the sports of cycling, rowing and mm. kite lend themselves to, you know, it's a fairly closed skill that you can just repeat over and over yeah, again. Yeah. So, look, as I said before, it's an advantage if you have done other sports, you've got that training and that work ethic there. Um, but, yeah, you don't need any experience, as, as Sophie's story yeah. says. She's a hockey player and a water polo yeah. athlete and has ended up on, in cycling. So it's a, it's a really good story to tell. That's been told a number of times. Um, Rowan Dennis, I understand, was he was a swimmer, I think, right. or a triathlete yeah. before then. Uh, and a number of athletes have come from other sports yeah. as well. Do you miss it at all, hockey or water polo? Do I'm you? sure go back and do some team sports <laughs> one day, no. But the opportunities I've had um, because of the nature of cycling to travel, yeah. to race in so many different countries, it's been yeah pretty special, something I don't think I would have had in some of those other sports. It's amazing. Uh, school holidays, talent search testing sessions, Simon. So tell us about those. How do people get involved? Yeah, so we're, we're visiting a, a number of schools in Term 3, but we're also having an opportunity for those students attending schools that we can't get to to self-register for testing the October school holidays so we're running sessions we're running a couple of sessions out at sassy out at kidman park right and we've also got a session out of the lights community center out north and a session down at sacred heart down south so uh, no matter where you are in the adelaide metropolitan area or even in regional sa given it's the school holidays yeah. we'd really encourage you to jump on the sassy website self-register yep. come along 
if the worst thing that is, you just get to find out how good you are at a certain number of tests and that sort of thing. That, that's a great thing. But um, from last year, the testing that we did in the October school holidays, we found about 70% of those athletes end up being invited to the next stage, the right. talent verification. So wow. it was really successful last year, and we hope to get a lot of numbers this year. And, and this is all about, really, just ramping up a team for 2032. It is, yeah, and, and Sophie's on that journey now. It can take, you know, eight to ten years from the time you start a sport to end up representing Australia at Olympic Games. Right. So, yeah, I guess the hard work we're doing now in 2023 will set yeah. us up for hopefully lots of South Australians on the Olympic team in, in 2032 in Brisbane. Yeah, how about that? That's pretty good. Tell us about the successes you've had on the bike recently, Sophie. Yeah, well, I've been uh, fortunate enough to have spent the last five months in Europe um, racing in all kinds of races, um, both on the track and also on the road. Mm. Um, across countries from Canada to wow. Scotland, um, and also a short stint in Indonesia at the start of the year as well. So, yeah, that's just, just the last couple of months, really. Life's and, amazing, um, isn't it? It's been, yeah, I'm so, so grateful for the opportunities that I've had through this sport. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Um, Simon, students progressing from being discovered through the talent search to eventually becoming a, a sports institute athlete. How does that happen? How do they progress? Yeah, so once they've gone through uh, the talent search um, testing protocols, our coaches will look at those results and then offer a come and try experience for those athletes. And what they enter into is a state sporting organisation pathway program. So with through our sporting partners with Oz Cycling South Australia, Rowing SA, Paddle SA and Beach Volleyball SA or Volleyball SA, um, they'll go into programs that will be um, you know, coached by uh, coaches yeah. from those sports there but they're really aligned with our sassy coaches and our quite often our sassy coaches will go out there and have a presence at, the, at those talent um, identification programs yeah. um, and to make sure that everything's on track we understand that there's a, a little take a little bit longer because they've often come from they haven't come from the background in that sure. sport so the program's tailored for that um, to give them the you know a real focus on skills and, yeah. and and learning the sport as much as they can, and like uh, Sophie's experience, you might spend a year in that program and then hopefully go to a, a national championships and and do really well, uh, and then become a categorised athlete, which yeah. means that you're eligible for a SASI scholarship. Right, and the success of the talent search, it, it must have. Well, I mean, look, there's Sophie to be testament to it, but you must have had so many other people. You mentioned Rowan Dennis, for instance. Yeah, Rowan Dennis was one. Um, I guess the interesting story is so. Sophie, in her um, Birmingham Games, Commonwealth G Games gold medal, um, three of the four girls who won gold were from the Sassy right. Talent Search program. So great to have three South yeah. Australians in that team. It'll all come through that Talent Search program, um, which was fantastic. You know, we've got um, a number of athletes, particularly in, in the sports of rowing and cycling, who've, who've gone on to the Olympic Games. We've had uh, 19 individuals come through Talent Search who represent Australia at the Olympics, which has been fantastic. Well, that's fanta so it is fantastic. Do we, is our uh, institute here uh, ahead of other states in, in how we work all this out? I mean, surely this, you, you'd all, I imagine, across Australia have the same level of science behind making these decisions? Yeah, we were the first state to run a talent right. search program, or the first institute to run one, so the other states have started copying us <laughs> in a way. Uh, I know Brisbane have got a U for 32 program where they're looking for athletes as well okay. for the Olympic Games there, but I think we really pride ourselves on the, you know, our coaches at the Sports Institute are really invested in the pathway and yeah. what happens underneath the pathway. Um, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty and get out there, and you know, we've got coaches, as Sophie mentioned before, Brett Aiken 
American yeah. Olympic gold medalist. We've got David Smith, who was an Olympic gold medalist at the uh, London 2012 Olympic Games. He's a kayak coach out there now. So our coaches are invested. They love getting a hold of young talent. And it's a really rewarding part of our job yeah. where you see a Sophie Edwards at her first time at a, at a testing session and then watch her on the TV a few years later yeah, winning gold amazing. medals for her country. So it's a great um, program to be involved in. Do you think you'd be competing in cycling if it wasn't for the talent search program? So yeah, far? no, absolutely not. Yeah. I yeah had no idea that it was a sport that I could do at this level, and um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be uh, where I am now without it. Yeah, amazing. Uh, what do students need to do if they want to attend a, a, a testing session these October school holidays, Simon? You mentioned just jump on the website and, and self-register? Yeah, you can jump on the website, the SASI website, or follow SASI on the social pages, right. the uh, Instagrams and Facebooks and those sort of things there. So, um, yeah, there's you can pick your session that you want to attend. Um, you can attend multiple sessions if you want to. And I guess the other thing, we're also catering for athletes with a disability. We're running a para-specific talent okay. session yep. yeah, on Sunday the 15th of October out at West Lakes where they can try out um, for the sports of cycling as well as kayak and rowing. Yeah, right. So are there different challenges? Is the science different behind that for Paralympians as opposed to um, normal, for want of a better term, athletes? Yeah, we're really lucky. We've got the performance data that we need to determine whether an athlete's on track to um, you know, be a talented athlete with a disability or, or attend a Paralympic Games. Yep. Um, you know, last year we ha- we found a, a young kayaker by the name of Seb Steele through this process and, you know, he got him identified in October, November last year, ended up going to nationals right. in Perth in March the following year and is now a categorised athlete and he's part right. of our SASE canoe sprint program. So um, we we don't separate our para-athletes at SASE. We make them part of the, the program overall. Yeah. So we yeah. have para-cyclists obviously in our cycling program yeah. and, um, and you know, the same expectations where there. You've got to train hard and, yeah. um, you know, good coaching around you, good support from the institute yeah. um, because we're here to, to, you know, get young athletes to the Olympic Games to represent their country. Yeah, indeed. What are some of the goals you'd like to achieve next in your cycling career, Sophie? Where do you go to? Yeah, I am um, fortunate to be a part of a squad at the moment that is like a long list training up for the next Olympic Games. So at the moment, there's a lot of focus on training together as a team. Um, a lot of that training is about to really kick off here in Adelaide. Um, where the Australian Institute of Sport for Cycling is based. Um, and then I'll, yeah, look forward to seeing how far I can go and where that will take me. Fantastic. Well, are you, are you going to see in Tour Down Under? You part of that? I raced the Tour Down Under this year. Yeah. Still, still yet to see, but hopefully, uh, it's one of my favourite races of the year. Getting to race on all of the local home yeah. roads that we train that you know. on every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So you know where the hills are, where to start climbing, all oh, the rest of it. That's it. All the corners yeah. where there might be, you know, dangerous sections. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's it, you have a massive, massive advantage. Yeah. Um, yeah, racing on the roads that you're familiar with. That's fantastic. Well, good luck to you moving forward. And Simon, great seeing you and uh, explaining all of that. So go to the website, just uh, uh, South Australian Sports Institute. If you've got kids, grandkids, you want them to do the testing over the uh, October school holiday. Sounds like a wonderful opportunity. And who knows where that can take you? Absolutely. That's that's the plan. I mean, I, I reckon if I do it, it'll say stick to Monopoly, you know. <laughs> 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 well, we do we do test this year. Actually, it's a new uh, initiative we've got. We're testing for target sports. So right. Sports of archery and target rifle um, shooting will also be available for kids to try out as well. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I'm good at that at the Royal Show, you know, getting the ducks <laughs> as they go through. That's pretty good. But uh, I don't know how that'll work in an Olympic kind of thing, but that's really interesting. So, okay, target practice and all the rest, clay shooting and that stuff. We, we had a, an Olympian, I reckon, was it during the 2000 Games or after in, uh, surname was Diamond. 
can't think of his first name. Clay Shooter, Michael Diamond. Really good at it. And, uh, yeah, he got into some trouble after that, didn't he? But anyway, all right. 14 to, uh, to 12 on 5AA, 8223 the number. My guest, Sophie Edwards and Simon Kane from the Sports Institute, the SA Sports Institute. 